on this episode of Quantum Week, November 21st through 27th, 2005. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about the movies, the music, the history, the headlines, anything that makes that time period unique. And this week we're doing November 21st to 27, 2005, which I also announced in the opening, but we'll just give it to you again. You got to you, you they, they hurt, you always do this. So a little behind the curtain for people who I'm sure are thrilled. So Matt, why do you need to explain it again? You say, you usually say it again. So I just figured I'd but preempt why, you. But, but yeah, but we why, don't have to. We no, don't, no, 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 no. No, why do you have to then tell them they that already we're heard saying it? it again? Yeah, why? Why do you need to say it? I don't know because I'm a little insecure about saying it a exactly. second time. There's something there. There is something there. Yeah. Maybe we should. Do we have to say it a second time? I, I think it's a good idea, but I don't think we need to tell them we're saying it a second time. Does you don't think because I only said it like the, they, the they know that they know they heard <laughs> yeah. it twice. That's, they, <laughs> that's a mad thing. Though. But the intro is only 20 seconds long, so you think they're like a fucking guppy who can't remember what year we're on? You're missing my point. What's my point, point is why did you need to say? But you've okay. heard that. Well, because again. I'm insecure about saying exactly. it a second time. But maybe we don't have to say it a second time. I think we should. All right, let's move on. Okay. Uh, Movie. Yes. So uh, a few things here. Yeah. Uh, so this is we we cheated here again. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's or right. I cheated here. Yeah, that's right. I so forgot. the number one movie was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which is a, a middle... Fifth, sixth. It's in, the, and it's in the middle of the series of Harry Potter. Harry Potter, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, unfortunately, in my opinion, has been number one for a lot of the weeks of our lives. Yeah. There are going to be some things we're going to run into a lot. We're going to run into a lot of Star Wars. We're going to run into a lot of Harry Potter. It's true. We're going to run into a lot of um, you know Marvel movies, uh, things that have just been number one a lot. So we've decided that either either when the first Harry Potter or the last Harry Potter or whatever, that's when we really talk Harry Potter. Yeah, that makes a lot but of sense. We didn't want to jump in. I don't right think in the we middle. decide that. You must have decided that on your own yeah, I did. subconscious. Yeah. I was, but I, I totally to agree. About it. Right. I totally agree. Right. Um, so fuck Harry Potter in the face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like Harry Potter very much. Uh, I don't like wizards and shit. But I'm sure as we go on, you'll hear more of my anti-wizard take, whether it be Lord of the Rings and stuff. I just don't like that stuff. But all right, it's fine. Um, so we took the number two movie, which was Walk the Line. Right. Um, which is the uh, biopic about uh, Johnny Cash and really June Carter Cash, kind of their lives. Yep. Um, I've been really excited to talk about this one, by the way. I don't know too. if you felt the same way. Um, okay. I'll say off the bat, um, this movie is good, not great. Um, has some great performances. Uh, uh, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, Reese Witherspoon, especially Reese Witherspoon is really good. Joaquin Phoenix She's is a weird guy awesome. who's playing a weird guy. He's so good in this. He's really good. He's really good in this. Reese Witherspoon though is incredibly just so human in this. this yeah. Is really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good to see. I have an issue with James Mangold. We can get into that in a bit. Um, but what is your take on the movie? I, I think the movie is great, not good. Okay. And I think it's mostly because the performances carry it. Also, like normally I don't like musician biopics. Yep. Because, particularly if it's music musicians I'm really close to. Like I don't think I can see Bohemian Rhapsody because because Freddie Mercury means so much to me. I just, I can't see it. Yeah. Um, so I think this helps that I was never a huge Johnny Cash fan, although I do respect him and like him more now as I've gotten older. Uh, so it helps in in that regard, but also it's just I, the, the, I just think the performances were so good. It didn't, like nothing else really mattered to me. They were so good. I don't know if you want me to break that down now. We could talk about more stuff we, first. We can. I definitely want, like, we're definitely going to probably be... The heavy, music stuff. We've had it yeah. on that uh, in this episode because uh, the music element of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but from a sheer movie standpoint, so uh, a sheer movie standpoint, James Mangold directed this. Mangold has an interesting uh, career in that 
he directs these movies that are good, not great, uh, but he gets amazing performances out of people. See, I've sort of decided that Mangold is maybe my second favorite director after I figured out who the hell what hey, he's directed. Hold on, stop, stop. I, but I didn't no, even no, no, know. No, 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 stop, stop. You're saying Mangold's the greatest director? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Maybe my second list? favorite. No, but I looked at it. I, today I looked at his list of movies. Yes. I didn't realize he, a bunch of these movies I think are great. Great. Copland is severely See, underrated. Copland is underrated. Underrated. Copland, Copland is also good, not great. I think Copland could be better. Well, but okay, he, but maybe. this is a trend. A Three ten to Yuma. A trend. As Blind Mike would love that. So, <laughs> uh, so there's a trend here with uh, James Gold films. Okay. Uh, in that he gets these great performances out of from actors in movies that are not great but good. Copland is a great example. So Stallone's amazing. Stallone's movie. great. Incredible. Yeah, that, that ending scene there where he's oh, walking, like in the rain the or something. Movie he's, though, yeah. he's a beaten down guy. He, he totally by it. He's so yep, good. Absolutely. But that movie is missing something. What's it missing? Uh, it's it's not a great movie. It's um, it's not crisp. It doesn't punch hard enough. It's it it's, it's like Scorsese light. It doesn't work. Those movies. Another example was Girl Interrupted. Uh, have you seen that? Angelina Jolie won the Oscar for yeah, it. Yeah, so I don't think it meant a lot to me at the time because I wasn't a disturbed woman. <laughs> Maybe. Are you now? I have turned more so into one, right. yes. But no, so so my memory of it was it was good, but I, it didn't really affect me. Like, I think it affected a lot of people. I remember that she wore, w- won the Oscar. Won the Oscar. Yeah. I just don't think it's that great of a movie. Uh, and then we have Walk the Line, uh, 310 to Yuma, which is a movie I like a lot, I actually. think that's a great that might film. be his best movie, well, that, in my opinion. But you, what about Logan? I haven't seen Logan. It's so good. I haven't seen Logan. Oh so my God. I will admit that. Breaks I'm my heart. I'm kind of been more or less anti superhero movies. Yeah, I know. Although I know that this is a different breed of cat. It is, and I, I so I, it is on my list. So I, I'm, I'm uh, but another film though is Ford vs uh, Ferrari, which is a good, not great movie. I think it's a Actually, very good film. It's okay, and it doesn't have great performances either. I, that's the one yeah. anomaly. Yeah, both Damon and Bale. Honestly, Bale especially really sleepwalking. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's not as good as normal. Uh, no. I, I just Mangold writes a lot of his stuff, which I always respect. But that's true too. I, I noticed. I feel like they just aren't. It's missing an element, and it might be in the Christmas. It might be the fact that he's telling a lot of true stories mm. lately. Maybe 310 Human Works is not a true story, but it still is a remake. I, I feel like there's a creativity that's missing from Mangold. Great example of, of uh, maybe of why I, I'm not here. So two things in this movie. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Mangold is great and awful. So a great scene, and maybe one of the best scenes I've, I've seen in a while, and one of the boldest scenes I've seen in a while, yeah. is when... Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is Johnny Cash and he's auditioning. Yep. And he's playing uh, Folsom uh, Prison Booze. Uh, is the name song? Right? Am I getting that right? <sighs> yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Uh, and the train. That, that one. Um, but, well, he starts with a, he doesn't start with that tune. Right. He actually starts with a, with but, a but it's that scene. type of. So it's right. shot in a way. So it's, a, it's, uh, it's just a camera on a tripod. It's, it's, it's just, it's a steady shot. They do cut back a couple of times yeah. to the guy, which I kind of wish they had. And that was kind of a cheat. Yep. I imagine Mangold's original vision was just to stay one shot. So not, and it's an audition. So he's not only auditioning for him. Right. And if you look at, it, he's looking right in the camera. Uh, he's auditioning for us. He's saying, Hey, I'm Johnny cash. You buy this or not, which is fucking balls on the table. That is so courageous that's for shit someone I don't to notice. do. Yeah, that's that's that cool. is like holy fuck. Like, right. He's auditioning for us. That's right. And good point. He nails it. Yeah. Oh, he does. And yeah. it's like, oh fuck. Yeah. That's amazing. So uh, I give Joaquin Phoenix that's a balls thing for an actor to do. Yep. And I give Mandel a lot of credit. But an example of why it doesn't work is that scene when uh, Phoenix is kind of throwing that uh, dressing room around. Yes. Oh, yeah. It breaks. The, yeah. But the yeah, camera is right. moving very. It's like a t- you feel it's like watching. It's very. But it, the it's movements are very uh, TV. 
like like I'm oh. watching like a ABC network. Uh, I see. They're not creative. He's not creative with the with the camera. But isn't that more the cinematographer's fault or is, is that the director's fault? I guess it's so every director is kind of different. So Stanley Kubrick, that yeah. would have been his yeah, call. Yeah, of course, yeah. I yeah. do. I will admit I don't know the relationship between Mangold and a cinematographer. How close are they? How much right. pull does Mangold have? I don't know, especially in this time. Um, but I don't feel like his movies. I never feel like when I watch something, I feel like I'm watching something that innovative, except for that that the audition scene belies that point. Yeah, where that was like wildly innovative. That was so ballsy. Yeah. Other things, I feel like oh, this is kind of paint by the numbers. There's not a lot of you know interesting things I'm seeing here. I don't mean you don't always need to be kind of wild with the camera or have these right. like Breaking Bad type shots all the yeah. time. But I feel like I, when I walk out of a James Bangle movie, I don't feel like I've seen something I haven't seen before. Okay. I can understand uh, it's that. It's kind of like a warm bath for good or for bad. So maybe he is better with the actors and just getting as much from their performance as possible. But he does an amazing job with that. Him. Yeah, maybe right. Maybe he's so in tune with that that he's yeah. kind of losing track of some of the other stuff. Could be. Because think about the performance he's getting. They're wild. They're great. Yeah. And you can see why good actors love to work with them. Uh, you mentioned Joaquin. Is, that is the most phenomenal part of the performance. Is So he's got some like physical appearance that's similar to Johnny Cash. But like... He is when you watch him in the performance scenes and he looks he looks he, like yeah, him. he looks like him he moves like him especially he the pro, sounds the profile yes, shots. the profile yeah the pro, you, right. you, you, like, he what? looks like Johnny Cash his musical performance like so there are spots where I can tell because I'm attuned I can tell that they're lip syncing the performance even though it is them singing on the recording they're lip syncing it but they are so close it is one of the best like most dead on balls lip sync of them singing it um, on the recording, like I said, but them lip syncing to themselves. It's one of the best performances I've ever seen of that. They are so close. He's playing the guitar chords. It's right. He looks like it's right. It's fucked up. It is awesome. It's incredible. And, and they both, it is Ruth Witherspoon. Well, and- I was going to say, and Reese is better. And I'll tell you why. She, I, I don't know if you noticed this. So um, she's playing a character that's playing a character. The, the hee-haw right. version yes. of her, like when she's, when she's younger and she's got the big Southern drawl. Um, I went back and looked at early performances of June okay. and she's like that when she's the, when she's like in her early twenties or yeah. late teens and she's part of the family group, she's got that, the big drawl and she's ver- like, you know, boisterous and, and ah shucksy and hee hawy. But then later on after well, presumably Johnny Cash says, listen, you don't have to be that. You have a beautiful voice. You don't have to be funny. Use your voice. And the twang turns way, way down. She's nowhere near as yeah. boisterous. You heard her voice. You see that transformation. Um, from Reese Witherspoon, and it is fucking awesome. But you'll even see it in in uh in a blink of an eye when she's on stage. Yes, and she's saying something to the to someone in the cat, like uh, saying, "Yep." And she gets serious, like she yep. talks like a real person. Totally changes, and then she'll then go back to being funny June again. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that transformation immediately. Yes, and I've done some performing. I know you have too. Like mm-hmm. that is how actors talk to each other. That is how people do. Kind of, uh, it is like a stage voice. I know and it's then, so fake. And then it, it comes on yeah. to, uh, especially back then when it, performances were very superficial. They were. Uh, and it wasn't a lot of honesty in performances. So she plays that card incredibly well. She's really good. Joaquin Phoenix so is great. She's just trying to cast such a weird guy. Yeah. So it's hard. as a, When you're watching, you're like, well, this guy's making a lot of really poor choices. And like he just and he makes odd choices. Yeah. And you're, he's, he's obsessive. I mean, he he's is. like, a, a, you know, bizarre behavior. But Reese Witherspoon, you kind of like, that's your heart. She, yeah, you kind absolutely. You're like, yep. oh, I can understand why. And she won the Oscar for this. She, and she, she totally should have. She was amazing. She did. And it was a weak year, too, for actresses. Was but, it? I don't yeah. know. I don't know what else was going on that year. But Wesley uh, Hoffman was nominated. A, a few other. It was, uh, it was a weak yeah, year. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. Joaquin she's, Phoenix she was, so was going against some stacked people. I know uh, that he was nominated. The, the film was. was nominated, I think, five times or something. It was. One it for did not for Best Picture. But Costume, I think, it won four. And Reese won. I think those were the two. Yeah. 
but yeah, it didn't get Best Picture nomination. It probably would have if the field was expanded, like it is yeah. now, where yeah. it's the ten films. It was only five back then, uh, um, okay. so it probably would 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 have made the cut. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a good, not great movie. Um, but what is your take? Let's talk about Johnny Cash because well, I'm a big Johnny Cash fan. You are. Yeah, I love um, the American CDs, that series that Rick Rubin produced. Yep. So I was listening to a lot of those before this movie came out. That's kind of how I discovered Johnny Cash. Um, so I probably discovered him say like the year 2000, 2001. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's you know, really, really great. And, uh, so a lot of my Johnny Cash ties aren't Folsom prison blues or, uh, right. like Jackson. It's yep. more, um, this, like when he does the cover of once or cover of like hurts from, yeah. Yeah. Like that stuff was, in those that, albums. was that on like love? what was it called? Like love songs or something was the hurt. It's, it was it's on American. It's, it's a series American. I think it's American hmm. like part one, part two. There's yeah, like six parts of them. Right. That okay. Ruben produced. Yeah. He does this great bridge over troubled water with yeah. uh, Fiona Apple in yeah. one of those. So that's kind of my connection to Johnny Cash's those CDs. Um, I, I think, and I just think his voice is so amazing and so iconic. And I, I just, I'm not a big country western guy. No, me neither. Um, but if you said, all right, Chris, I have to listen to country, like I would have, you would listen I'd go to Johnny Cash uh, easily. Yeah. Uh, twice a day. I, I think he's great. I was listening to some stuff last night. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. I was thinking about like, uh, so um, I can find good good music in every genre, like good performances. There's usually something compelling I can find it. And a lot of times I've heard other people say that, but they'll say except in country or something, but no, even in country, I don't like, um, sort of modern pop country. Cause it's so closely, it's so close to like, uh, like adult contemporary music, except for just twangy or it doesn't have a lot of solar substance, but that's not him. He has a ton of, of oh, character. So much personality in his voice. Ton of character. And I think, and that I really liked in the movie how they they showed that. Like the the I don't know how true this was or not, but the record producer was and record engineer and producer was like, you gotta, you know, you what what who is who are you? Show me who you are in this performance. And you see him do that. Um he Johnny Cash doesn't have the best voice. Johnny Cash doesn't have the best lyrics. Johnny Cash doesn't have the he's not a a, a, a great guitar player at not all. A great stage but he just have a nope, but he just has just a, a, a substance to his character that that's really compelling. So I do like him. And um, I also liked in the movie that they showed, cause this is very true. I think to artists in general, you probably, maybe I'm assuming this will happen to you as a writer as well, but you see him like he goes and he sees like a shoe shine boy and his yeah. dad. And he sees the rhythm of that. And it yeah. kind of, you know, compels him. He, it gets into his subconscious a little bit. And then he writes something from that. You see that a few times. I can't think of the other example that they really they kind of go showed. into him writing the Folsom Prison Blues. That's what it was. Like yeah. he, and he's like, he, you can see yeah. he's getting, he's doing it as he goes along. Yeah. Or he'll change it up, make it sound right. Like, yeah. like it's, it's, it was really fun seeing that creator. I kind of wish they leaned a little bit more. I guess it's not. They didn't do a lot of it, but you, they, you they saw initially some, and it's like, oh, this is kind of really innovative and right. interesting. Like to see the creative process behind this genius. Yep. And they eventually kind of shy away from that. Like I could have done with every scene less of his first wife. Yeah. Like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was okay. Jennifer Godwin right. playing a role that's so Jesus. thankless. I mean, she nothing they must this poor woman. I almost thought I almost thought, I love the same movie from her point of view, where this guy is cheating on her all the time. Yeah. It's like, you know, stolen out of his mind. She trying sucked to raise before kids. that, though. She sucked before he started but cheating I on think her. that it was so pain, so biased. Like, Maybe, like, yeah. This, like, it, it, that's another man gold flaw. Like, he'll create these, like, black or white characters. Like, yeah. This woman, if you see the same movie from her point of view, imagine called Lion the Walk. Right. And it's this woman's <laughs> point of view. Right. And it's, you know, I'm married to this guy that's a junkie. Yeah. He's always cheating on me with sometimes two girls at a time. He's yeah. obsessed with this other woman that he keeps going on tour with. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I don't want him to hang out with her. And yeah. If you if that was a lifetime movie, he's the villain. 
Right. Very easily. That part, but not the first part of their life, it seemed. When it looked like he, when he was he, faithful and he, he got her, like, the house that she I wanted get, but, and but all that stuff. Even so, like, it's like, hey, my dad's offering you a good job. We're getting eviction notices. We have kids. What but the I'm fuck? fucking Johnny Cash. Yeah, but he's not yet, though. No. He's just some schmuck. I and know, but as like, soon as that turns. But 99 times of 100, you know, that He was right, though. That doesn't end well. He was fucking I'm right. I'm not denying that, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, they paint this woman in a way that is they like do, a cartoon, but, like but a Disney sucked, villain. She sort of sucked from the beginning. Well, maybe she wasn't that she was way at all. She was written poorly. She was totally written poorly. But that was one of the things I put in the, sort of the bad column is... The not they didn't do a very good job showing the breakdown of the marriage. No, it never would have worked. It never worked to begin no, with. No, it didn't work. They were to trying to. They yeah. gave. They made it seem like like she said. There's not, something not right with you, but you, but they didn't show that ever. Like, no, what was not right? Well, with I him? guess because he only met her he didn't for want, three weeks, and then he was obsessed with her for but two then years. She should have not fucking married him. Yeah, I agree. I think they were doing that so Johnny like what looks like less of a villain. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess. So he's cheating on her. Well, he never really loved her, so I guess it's kind of okay in some weird column. Yeah, I just, it just it did that that part wasn't. So I guess maybe that's that's I definitely was, a flaw in the direction. To her. I really you did. thought so. Okay. I did. I did. I can't imagine that woman is. She's that, probably not that bad now. She's dead, probably right now. Well, she's dead, so she's probably pretty. She's worse off now than how she was portrayed. In the yes, movie. I agree. Right, she's fucking dust. But I wanted to ask you when we were talking about the writing and stuff. Is that what happens to you? Do you just observe the known universe and just something will just stick in your cross, stick in your subconscious, or do you have to actually physically sit yourself down and like think through? Because that's how it works for me. Like something will make a connection in my head and it spawns a a song. Sure. Yeah, well, if I'm writing like a comedy sketch, so like yeah. I'll see an idea or something that happens, and then I storyboard in my mind. It takes me like for two, three weeks to hammer out. Yeah, and, and then eventually I sit down and do it. But by the time I sit down and do it, I kind of know you what I'm have doing. it worked yeah. out. Yeah, it my music it fucking haunts me. Something will, something will trigger me, and a lot of times now it's parody songs, right? But but something will trigger me. Right. And I'll make a connection and then my head will not fucking let it go until I get it out, until I suss it out, until I like figure it out. Yeah. If you have a really good idea, you don't want to lose it. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. valuable. They don't well, happen all the time. Me. So It haunts me. So what do you think about Johnny Cash? What's your take on Cash? So like, I mean, do you, I, do you respect him as, as a musician? Totally. Like, yep. What, what's yep, your yep, take yep. on him? Yeah. So there are very few. I think the knock on me a lot of times is I need excellence in most music I listen to. Like That's I've the really knock looked, on you. You think people are running around saying that about you? No, Who's, people think. No, people think that I'm no. But other musician friends of mine okay, right. would say that I don't. It's not the emotional component of the music that I most respect. It's the technical component. Okay, but right, that's not right. true at all. That that's an unfair portrayal of what I am. What I am is I don't get moved easily unless because there are just like in movies and and uh, in TV shows there are tropes you can use to elicit the fucking tears or the emotion. And I see right the fuck through those in music because there's only twelve notes. Like it's easy. Okay. Um. So it's harder for me to just get caught up in the emotional component of the song if there isn't excellence in the writing in the you know the architecture of the song. And his songs don't have that architecture. They're very, they're, you know, they're three chords or four chords, but I do respect him because of that care. I do like him. Um, and I've liked him more and more as time goes on, as I can, um, as I've sort of, I guess, resolved some of the, the technical needs that I have for music and kind of maybe gone past that a little bit. The character is meaning more for me. So I, I think he was very talented. He wrote great songs. He, he was an awesome performer like a captivating performer. Would have loved to see him live. Yeah, that would be really cool. I think it's so cool too that he uh, like liked June Carter when he was like a little oh, boy. Oh yeah, exactly. That's that was a, so cool. I hope that was real. That was like the equivalent of me marrying Punky Brewster. Yes. Like, oh, I, this girl is like, <laughs> yes. I, I'm six. I Get her crush out of the her. fridge. <laughs> yeah, well, that was Cherry. Oh, was Cherry stuck? Cherry was in the fridge. I thought they yes. were both in the fridge, no, but I guess Cherry, that would have worked. And, uh, they got her, Alan didn't know CPR and almost, oh, she he was only died. paid more attention in class 
Shows took more risks back then, didn't they? Oh yeah. That's yeah. pretty ballsy. Move. I was afraid of like a like refrigerators like for years after that. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't get trapped. Now. It, it would be bad. Yeah. 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 But uh, you're right. That is. It's like no. Yeah. Being in love with someone your entire he was in love with her his entire yeah. life. That's crazy that that worked out. I know. It's amazing. Yeah. So I I, I definitely uh, I have a lot of respect for him and and think. And, but he you got this movie. I think it's a great not good movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mostly because of the performance. Uh, and in I mean, Joaquin was so good, but. But Reese was even better. Yeah, she was just. I give it a B plus. What do you give it? No, you give it an A. A minus, I would say. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit higher. But I mean, it's tough to get. If A is going to be the 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 pinnacle, I don't think I can do that. It's not my favorite film, but I just think it's amazing. And um, I like. I hated Joaquin and Joker. Hated. Okay, I thought he was good. I I thought I thought he tried too fucking hard. Yeah, the whole time, and I hated him. Um. I think this was probably his best performance. I this, think this is better than Joker. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, this and then maybe like Signs. I loved him in Signs. Sign, but, I think he's so good in Signs. He's, yeah. he's playing a normal person, which is yeah, awesome. Like All right, let's, let's, uh, see, okay. let's, let's transition very uh, naturally from Kanye West, uh, from Johnny Cash to, to Kanye, Kanye West. West. Yes. Well, actually, there's a lot of, there's kind of some parallel here too because of the, I think the, the parallel ideas of the bi, uh, bio, biopic? On, biopic? Biopic? Biopic. On Ray. Which yeah. was the year before. It, it's very true. Right. So Jamie yep. Foxx played right. Ray, which is another... I think I fell in love with Ray Charles after that film. I no, didn't I really know Ray, Ray Charles. Yet. I don't like biographies. What the fuck? I don't like bio. I don't like biographies. So I haven't seen... You haven't uh, seen Ray? The Elton John movie. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Bohemian that. Rhapsody. I can't do I that. haven't seen Ray. I don't... I just don't Ray like... Ray is so good, dude. It? Yeah, it's... I, I would say I, it's better. it is better than Walk the Line. All right. It's real good. Well, Jamie maybe, Foxx Maybe we're into that doing this. But anyway, there's... Yeah, I hope... Or yeah, or just watch it. Yeah. It is so good. All right. Um, but so I fell in love with Ray Charles after that because I was like, oh shit, these songs are fucking awesome. And he is a, um, that's the difference between um, Johnny Cash and Ray Charles. Ray Charles is a phenomenal talent. Like in terms of he's a great piano player. He was, was a great piano player, great singer with a lot of character. He had all of it. He is sure. stunning. Yeah, Ray Charles um, is great. Yeah. So anyway, but, but the reason why I bring that up is because you have Jamie Foxx. Yes. Um, it's basically sampling, singing the sample of a Ray Charles tune in Gold Digger, right. which is our, which is our, our song. song. Yes. Um, I love Gold Digger. I, I, so I, I got to admit, so I, not only do I love Gold Digger, I'm a pretty, I, I really love Kanye West. Like Kanye you, I, West, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, hit I'm or miss. a pretty big Kanye fan. His last two albums have been lousy, but like there are like a good 14, 15 Kanye songs that I really love. I probably, I would say, I would say five to mm, five or seven are, are one. It's usually the poppier ones that hit the radio that I really like. The other ones on the Me album kind of like, eh. Uh, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, right. it's usually it's usually the more popular. In fact, almost every song I like is is pretty popular. Yeah. Um. But I really I just think it's like fun music. I think it's I think he's super talented. Yeah, I he think, is super I talented. Think he's like a he's innovative. Um, I really like Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah. So and I really like Johnny Cash too. These are yeah. like two things. I was this like, is oh, a, I'm not this is a good much to shit on here. And actually, I just, you know I just, I was posting that on Twitter. Like, finally, I've got a fucking song that I did. This song's that I so good. Talk, it's this, so good. And, uh, question for you. So yeah. if, when you think Kanye West, is this the first song yes. that comes to mind? It this is, is, this is my favorite one. I, this, this is the first one. This is the first time I heard of him. Well, this is the second album. That's why he was pretty young after, at this time. And I, I'm not a big rap guy. Um, for oh, the see, most I part. am. I love rap. You are. You're very yes, gangster. I yes. love, well, it's not because I'm gangster. It's, it's the ry- rhythms are more important I, to me it, than it, melody. And I, I mean, I like rap. It's fine. I just don't, it's, I don't seek it out, especially about in 2005. It just wasn't a go-to for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this came on the radio. I'm like, holy shit. This guy, this is a song is phenomenal it's very funny this song is hysterical it is funny yeah and his lyrics are amazing his, lyrics, his flow specifics is great and how he frames it it's like, so good um 
uh, 18 years, 18 years. So like he's prepping yes. you there. So he's like yeah. giving you like a, yeah. uh, like a preamble. Yep. And then uh, any given Sunday, so it teaches you it's a football. Right, of course. But yeah. he's in any given Sunday. So there's like some meta text to that. Yep. And then drives off in a Hyundai, which is such a funny line. It is a funny line. In, in improv, or if we do comedy, they'll, they'll say, never say a car. Say what kind of car it is. Never say a store. Say Cumberland Farms. Oh, you always want to. Oh, you, you, you need to give a specific. If you have specific, you get a, it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a you good get a idea. recognition laugh no matter that makes what. Sense. Yeah, it's just like it's just a huh. easy thing, right? So don't say car. Say Toyota Camry, right? You know, or Hyundai, or you know. Like, but it, the way he punches it though is like yeah. this is so well crafted comedically. Yeah. So like uh, the, the flow is is the lyricist's uh, gate. It's like you know uh, there is sort of the vocal yeah, pattern is yeah. so good, oh, so good. I, love I mean it it's in incredible. Yeah. In the, general, he's really good too. It's not my favorite, really but he's really good. good. It is. I really like the song. Well, let me. I wanted to give some yeah. like overview of the songs, and then maybe we'll break it down. Well, we'll totally. It's my you know it's my show too. We're gonna break down the song a little bit, but. Um, but so this song, like I said, it was a second album. It's a featuring Jamie Foxx, but you know what? I didn't realize until I was looking into it and her and listened to it again, you know, five or six times in the last couple of days is so it's featuring Jamie Foxx, but Jamie Foxx is only in the beginning. That's it. It's only him doing the acapella um, version. They call it it's an intrapolation intra, is when you, instead of doing a sample, so in rap, you, you sample other people's music, you throw it in there, whatever. Instead of doing the sample, you actually recreate it with the real instruments and voice. Okay. So he is singing that, that Ray Charles line in the beginning. The rest of it is all the Ray Charles sample. I didn't realize that. I thought it was Jamie Foxx all the way through. Well, hold up. So it's Jamie Foxx and Ray Charles we're hearing? It's only Jamie. It's Jamie Foxx in the beginning. So it's acapella, right. which just means him, only him and his voice, right? Okay. He sings, uh, uh, she, oh, she, she take my money yeah. when I'm in need in the beginning. Right. It's just Jamie Foxx. Okay. The rest of the song, no Jamie Foxx. It's Ray Charles. No. It's the sample. Yes. Yeah. Kanye decided to use the sample. And the funny thing is it's a different key. So when, uh, in the beginning you'll hear the, um, the Jamie Foxx. Yeah. It's a different key than the, than the Ray Charles one. The so rest we're of hearing it. The key two changes. different versions of that same sample during the song. You're hearing Jamie Foxx sing it in the beginning and you're hearing the Ray Charles sample through the rest of the song. But is that Ray That's Charles it? voice? Yep. So we're hearing two different versions, yeah, two different of, versions of, of the of same. Yep. Really? Yeah. And he gets a feature credit out of it, which is funny. No, Ray Charles doesn't get a feature credit. Well, he's dead. Well, he can still feature him. But though. you're right. It doesn't say featuring. No, I mean, I'm sure they paid for the rights of the sample. But yeah, this was a featuring Jamie Foxx. I wonder how he felt about that. Like you came in here well, he's you dead. made me sing. No, Jamie Foxx. Oh, I'm busting your balls. <laughs> Jamie Foxx coming to the studio, sings all the day. And Kanye's like, nah, nah. We'll just use it in the beginning. Because in the video, it's Jamie Foxx. Like, no, it's probably part of the plan. You know, and the video comes out. Of course. So, right. right. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other thing that I thought was interesting, I didn't know this, is this was their second number one hit together. The first what? one. Yep. The first one, they did it with this third guy uh, named, what is it, Trist? Oh, Slow Jams by Twista. I don't know that song, but that was a number one hit as well prior to this. Okay. Um, the other thing is, uh, so this was off, like I said, it was off of uh, West's second album. Which is Late, late Registration, late, which is right. a really good album. has a lot of good songs in it. This song broke the digital downloads record for a week. 80,000 downloads of this song in one week. It's since been broken, but yes, I huge so. day. So this song sold 3 million fucking copies. Just this yeah, song alone. The album's over 10 million or something, 12 million. Um, but it was originally, he wrote it for a female artist named Shauna. It's H-A-W. It's like nine N's in a row. And then an A. I don't know who the fuck nine she is. Nine N's in a row? No, Shauna? it's like three. It's like Shauna. Okay. Like be the ball. But she declined it. It was it was written like first person for her. Like she was saying, I'm the gold digger, right? But she turned it down because she's a fucking idiot. 
And so well, it's he, not a very favorable song if you're singing about yourself, though. I could see. Yeah, but it's an awesome song. I, I would sing that about myself. Fuck it. Of yeah. course. Uh, so he took it back. The other be thing, a weird version with you, but okay. It would it be a weirder version. Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll talk about that in a second too, because I actually have a thought about me covering it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but okay. So Shauna says our no. last episode. I think. So this yeah, part, we yeah, might be done yeah, after this one. Be, yes. Um. Whew. But uh, okay, so he took it. There, the other thing is, people thought that Kanye saw Jamie Foxx in Ray and was like, "Oh, right, I'm gonna." That's not how it happened at all. He had the beat, he had the 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 music and the sample before, and he was just sort of kicking it around for a couple years before he was like, "Oh, well, Jamie Foxx." Then I'm gonna bring Jamie in, and we'll do this one so, together. Well, so how do you know that Jamie Foxx could do a good Ray Charles? I don't understand. Well, he so at, it was at it was after Jamie Foxx did Ray, so that he, he did finally see Ray did and, and decided to do. No, it. he was gonna do the song before he had all the right, but he, he had only had to bring Jamie Foxx well, in. Of after course. Well, that's what that's, well, that's what everyone. That, no, no, everybody thinks he got the idea of doing the song from watching oh, Jamie Foxx oh, do it, no. which is not no, the case no, no, at all. No, 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 not only anyone. Don't say no. Of course, no one thinks it. People, yeah, they did think they did. I pulled the fucking earth. I was alive. Twenty percent of the earth thought this. Yeah, okay. you're going to have to trust right, me. That was that. a dumb take. All right, next. Um, <laughs> fucking a, next. I'll talk about whatever I want. Don't yes, I mean, hopefully it's another All point. Right, hopefully right. it's a better one. Yes. <laughs> you can tell me what I'm going to shit on if it's dumb. <sighs> okay. The other cool thing is that uh, <laughs> that um, if you listen to the song too, it's especially in the in the chorus, you've got, you have, um, you've got Kanye West responding. It's a call and response to the sample of Ray Charles. So she gave me my, she ain't doing with the ball. It's this neat thing that he does with this call and response in there. It's so cool. So he gets himself out of the way when the Ray Charles sample happens and he gets Ray Charles out of the way when he's doing it. It works like so beautiful. It works so well. Like just, just listening to it without really even deep diving. Like you can do like, he's just like, Oh, it's just, it's just fun to hear. The other fun thing about the song is it's so like, this is a, this is why I talk. Another reason why I talked about this before of people, like my musician friends, idea of me as wanting something really complicated. This is not a complicated song that what it is a very like standard. It's a two chord song. It's a, um, it's a, like a blues, uh, blues quarter, uh, chord pattern, but not the whole thing. It's the one chord and the four chord in major or whatever. We don't have to talk about that, but it's like very simple. It's one chord and then it goes to a second chord and it resolves back to the first, the whole way. So simple sonically. Um, and even the beat is so simple, except they do like a really, some cool things like the, the, um, the kick drum is this like neat little syncopated thing. It's dun, 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 thing. Syncopation just means it's off the beat. It's, it's like, it's sort of staggered and, and jaggery, um, that, and it's so, but, but the whole construction is so simple so that you can hear Kanye's flow, which is complicated and interesting, yeah. and his vocal patterns. He does nice. this so in, his, in so many of his songs. He where does. He, he has kind of the beat, like you're mentioning, is perfect. Like, yeah, in my opinion, yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. so great. But then his lyrics are so it's interesting. I, I think, of like from a writer point, be like, oh my god, like there's so much layers and depth. Yes, and, his intonation is neat. He's up the way that he's accenting shit. Sometimes his point of view is kind of very right. controversial, yep. or whatever, and you're like, oh wow, it's a lot here. But then he ma- he's layers it like you said on top of maybe I don't say basic is the right word but like something that isn't no but it's a simpler thing because it, it can't get in the way but it's still really pleasant to hear though it's totally. still like really yeah. good it's like yep. he's it's simple but yet still she's what it's going for it's it's just fun to hear well that's the thing with a simpler like chord harmonic structure and chord structure and beat structure um, it makes you feel like home like you need a pl- you need sort of a resting place for it, things to resolve music is all about tension and resolution it's the same thing with film or TV you, you build up tension and then you have a resolution so you have this you have this I just like burped sorry you just have this like <laughs> <absolutely> disgusting <laughs> fuck it 
Um, but anyway, so you got the, like this, these, this one, like the, the root chord is on for a while and then it goes to this, it changes to gives you, to give you this little like thing difference, but then it resolves back to its home base the whole way. It just does that over and over. So it gives you, it gives you this, like this bedrock to hang out on so that Kanye can do all his flourishing and cool stuff above it. And the other cool thing is it's got this real reedy. Um, I don't know if you remember this part, but it's like a bassoony, yep. like barky reedy yeah. thing that happens in there towards the end. That's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, He's awesome with his samples. Like, there's oh, the, what's so the good. what's the stronger song with the vocoder? Uh, better, Strader, better. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. one. Like that's a real, yeah, real like innovative. Oh, he yeah. just he's good with with having those cool samples and in awesome. Or even like sounds. Runaway, just the piano in the beginning. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it goes on for a long time. Um, he he's just I think I think he's he's I know he's crazy, but in some yeah, crazy. in some bizarre way though, out of all the rappers out there, he's the one I kind of like relate to the most. It's like I can kind of like, especially in his music, I can kind of like I can kind of see where he's coming from. Where a lot of rappers, yeah, I don't, I, I just, I just, I don't have that same like, yeah, like Jay Z is another rapper I really, I really like. I Do like, you? I, I've never, I, there, I like his uh, his Black album, um, but yes. most of his stuff I'm not. I don't like his flow as much. I think he's really like, he's um, he does. I don't feel like he pays attention to his craft as much. as I, he I like Jay Z a yeah. lot, uh, but I think Jay Z's best work is stuff he does with Kanye, and then I think Kanye is just miles above him. And I just can't Miles relate. Above. I can't really relate to Jay Z's point no. of view in his music. No, he's a drug dealer or something. And, and but it's even hard his to... music in the lyrics, in, yeah. he does talk about it. like just other things. I just can't really, I yeah. can't really relate to. But with Kanye, I'm like, oh, all right, I can kind of see where yeah, he's absolutely. coming from. He's Especially, telling stories. Maybe not the last two albums, but the ones before that, I, can, I really can. I'm like, oh, like I just, I really can't say enough things about Kanye. So um, I guess he's not my favorite, but but he, I love this song and I love yeah. a lot of his songs. I think he's really talented. So perfect. Cool. Should we talk personal stories? Um. Yeah, was there one more thing about that? Yeah, no. Do you? Yeah, why don't you tell us where? Because I don't really have much where I was at the time. But no, you said where that were you, you do, where are you living? I was uh, actually I just bought my second house in Rochester. I had two homes in Rochester, else. New Hampshire. Yeah, I did. Uh, I bought this one specifically because I I targeted because it had um, it had subdividable land. So I ended up subdividing it because uh, oh. I wanted to the sell sell the land off, build on it, and sell the land. So it was a oh, target. So you were in New Hampshire and you were living in Rochester at the time. Yeah, I didn't move to California until two thousand seven, so I was still here for a couple more years. But we were actually at the time, my ex girlfriend, um, she was considering chiropractic school, and so we were trying to figure out how to do that. That was our impetus to move to California oh. later on. So all right, yeah, uh, I was moving at the time. So I lived in Florida uh, outside. Of I Pen- forgot about you in your Florida, your yes, Florida state. I lived in Florida for, uh, from May, 2004 until this week in 2005. This is the week I moved. Huh? Uh, and, uh, I lived in Florida. My best friend moved down there, Brian. Uh, is he still your best friend? Yes. He's my best man at my wedding. Um, I didn't meet any of your best people. Well, he was there. Well, you saw him though, right? You were at the wedding. You yeah, saw, but you I saw a best I man. I can't pick him out of your life. I thought, look, right. it looked like five best men to me. I don't well, know. Well, no, no, I love them all dearly. Uh, but yes. <laughs> but he's your favorite. Uh, well, yeah, well, yes. Yeah, I guess so, yes. Because your other friends, yes. they'll, they'll listen to this podcast, right? And they'll know that that Brian's your favorite. That's fine. Okay. They, they, well, I made him the best man, so they're probably aware. <laughs> uh, so uh, I lived with him down there in Florida, um, and I just Florida just wasn't for me. And no. uh, it wasn't a lot of work out there. I had a hard time meeting girls. Why'd you go down in the first place, though? Just uh, My grandfather just died oh. uh, in 2004. I was... I was having a hard time finding a steady work in Boston. I was living in Saugus, Massachusetts. Yeah. Having a hard time finding steady work. And I was just like tired of the winters. I'm like, you know what? There's every time to just try it somewhere else. Yeah. I'm 24. I have nothing holding me here. Right. You know, you know, I don't, I'm not married. I, don't, I wasn't, I wasn't dating anybody. I'm like, let's just go. I'm fucking, he, he moved down there. Yeah. Uh, he's, he wanted to try it out. So I'm like, oh, I'll go down there. He had moved out a few months earlier. So I went down there. I'm sure we'll talk about the Florida experience more and more. 
but this was the week I moved back home. Hmm. And uh, I... Did you have to like live with your parents or anything? Or I did, did I did. Go? I ended up having to move back. So in fact, I even had my mom come back. So what happened was I sold my car in Florida because it was a piece of shit. I don't think it would have made the drive back <laughs> to New Hampshire. Yeah. So I sold my car and then I got a U-Haul and my mom actually flew down and then we drove from Florida to New Hampshire together. You and your mom. Me and my mom. Drove... I can't think of a worse drive than me and my mom. No, I wanted to come. It was fine. Uh, it was fine. It was, uh, it really was, it was up. Sorry, there mom. Were, there were a couple of times, I hope your mom's listening to this. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah good. I'm, I'm sure she enjoys that. But mom, it wouldn't be fun. Come on. Uh, it, it was a couple of times where it was, like, it was like, all right, this is a lot for her. You know, it was just, it was just yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's think, the thing. Think about it though. I mean, it was 15 years ago. I mean, it wasn't, my mom wasn't too much older than I am now. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was an interesting drive. It was, it was a fine drive back. I remember being, I was like, all right, I don't want to do far anymore. I don't really know what I want to do, but I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out when I get to New Hampshire. Yeah. I was very much in flux this time. This is probably one of the last times in my life I was this much in flux where I didn't really know, I had no real career. I didn't, I just like, all right, I'm just going to kind of starting over. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And just like, or whatever. So wait, did you, did you, you didn't find work down there? There was I did. I worked for a newspaper. I sold advertising for about a year. Okay. Um, yeah. I also worked in a call center for like three months, four months before that. But yeah. really, I really, when I was down there, I sold advertising for this small weekly newspaper called the Zephyr Hills News. I think it's gone now. It didn't feel like a career. No, it wasn't a career. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't making shit for money. Right. And I was like, all right, well, there's not really a huge, like, unless I want to work in Tampa and have like an hour and a half yeah. traffic. It was just, it was crazy. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to do that. So, Did Brian stay down there? Yeah, he's still down there. Oh, shit. He ended up moving to like more to St. Pete, like a more fun area. Yeah. He, he's in a better area now. He's like by the beach and stuff. I, think he's I like really, the, I like the East Coast of Florida, but better than he's I like in the, the West, West Coast. Coast. Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it was just like, it just wasn't for me. And this is so funny. I was thinking about this on the drive over here. We're really kind of, I was definitely going to move anyway. Like it just wasn't for me. Right. And I watched the season, the series finale of Six Feet Under. I'm not going to give it any away because no one's seen it. But No, you should give it away. No. But that's, I like that show. It's a great, it has one of the best, uh, it has the best series finale ever. But there was a scene where someone tells a character like, hey, you, sh- you got to just like move on. Like, figure it out. What do you want to do? Like, take yep. it, and she was a character of the same age I was. Yep. I was really inspired by that. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not doing it here. I just got to figure it I'm out. Gonna fig- I'm just going to go. And I was like, I'm just going to get in the car and go. Yeah. And I went back home. I was like, maybe I'll move to New York City. Maybe I'll do this. I ended up getting a job. I'm sure we'll talk about it later on. But um, I was just like, all right, I'm just kind of figure it out. So like this week, the week really Thanksgiving week, right before Thanksgiving of this month is when I was in a U-Haul with my mom driving from Zephyr Hills, Florida yeah. to, uh, back to Stratford, New Hampshire. Uh, and, uh, I actually ended up being in Stratford for like a few months after that. Uh, and I, uh, I ended up then moving to upstate New York for a while. After Did that. you, you went to upstate New York? Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? I, th- yeah. I didn't know that. 2006 is a weird year. That would, how long were you in New York for? Uh, about five months. That's it. That's it. What, what were you? Th- was no, there a, story was it a girl? Six. Jesus, we are the worst with like with yeah. teases because know, our like teases it. could be like it, it, five it, years it from now. It could never get resolved. Right. Never. I like that. I, like that. I guess it someone will- needs to draw a map. <laughs> Sad person. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. So this moment in life, though, I was very much like, all right, I don't really know where I'm going. I want to know about the New York. And I wasn't too upset sucks. about it. And I was just like, all right, we're just gonna like kind of do this. That's yeah. kind of where I was. Okay. Yeah. All right, fine, fuck it. Yeah. So I guess um, it's, it's a whole story for a whole new day. I know, but for now I'm so curious. Episode. If we ever get to summer '06, I have stories, and I'll go into all of them in great detail. Um, Maybe you'll tell me off air. Yeah, Wait, I, don't keep me. No, that's not fair. I won't. No, no that's no, not fair. So we try to do the show as spontaneously as possible, right? Uh, so no, I, I want. I like to keep keep you guessing, keep the kids guessing. So yeah. what are the headlines here? What do we know? We gotta wrap. You're up, gonna right? love this these, late, right? Oh, really? No, it's not that late. What are you talking about? We're probably like I don't know, 38 minutes. Oh, okay, in we're, or we're totally right, fine. Right. We should probably slow down a little bit. No, 
Um, the uh, second U.S. documented case of mad cow disease happened uh, oh. this week in 2005. We all know. Do we remember? We remember mad cow. Yeah. Mad cow is because the British decided that feeding dead cows to live cows was a good idea. Oh, feed them some dead cows. <laughs> yeah. Gra- and they said, I think they said ground up like cow bone and meat. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Fucking feed him to the other ones. <laughs> right. Right. And think of the type of cow that you wouldn't use for human consumption. Like it's not the it's it's not prime cow that you're feeding other cow. So not only are they cannibalizing, they're cannibalizing their fucking decrepit, so it was like disgusting the shitty ones. cow, right? The shitty cows. Yeah. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to hurt their feelings. But you're right. I don't think cows listen to the show. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, that one's only got three legs. Going to die from the other ones. Cockney. Is that, is that, is that what that was trying to be? <laughs> Just British. It's pretty good. Know? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I got I got some props for my. Uh, my dick vitality. That's pretty good last week. I did a little Johnny Carson last week, getting some British stuff this week. Yeah. So I, th- oh, there so, was, <laughs> sorry, Rich a little. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Me, like, I'm not Rich Tough. I know shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> tough crowd here. So, uh, and mad cow, like prime mad cow, cow time. Uh, the British ended up killing like 4 million cattle. Oh, so like, it was crazy. Um, but mad cow affects your brain. You know, it's, it's a, it's a rough thing. So, uh, oh, dies. Me too. <laughs> Terrible guy. Do bring out your dead. Um, so uh, the second thing was Camden, New Jersey, was named Ooh. the most dangerous city in the U.S. for the second year in a row. So Camden sucks. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, I was working for, and we'll get into this. This is another onion here. So I worked for uh, a mascot called Monkey Boy. Uh, this is from 2001 to, two, well, for really from the year 2000 to 2002. Just, you, just didn't, you didn't just work for a mascot. I later became you Monkey later Boy. became right. in some sort right. of like... Uh, Bates Motel guy becomes his mom situation. Yeah, no, it was more, really like, more like the guy blows out his knee and someone had to do it <laughs> uh, yeah, situation. But uh, one of the places we went to was Camden, uh, New Jersey. Uh, uh, who's there? The Camden? It was the Camden River Sharks. They're no longer there. Yeah. They played in Campbell stu- uh, Stadium. It was named after the soup. They had the like soup. soup stuff all in the stadium. Yeah. It's right underneath the Ben Franklin Bridge, if you know that area at all. And uh, it was like one of, so usually what happens is we'd work a game. So Monkey Boy would go out here, entertain the crowd. And then we would um, go He's back. a traveling mascot, Traveling by the mascot. Way. Yeah. And he'd go out and he'd like, cause trouble in the field. He'd slap the umpire in the ass. He'd cause mischief. And then we would then, um, you know, he'd do that, come out like four or five times during the game. And then the hype game's the over. Was that? To hype the crowd up. Just, yeah, just for fun. Yeah. So entertain the crowd. So then at round, the game's over around 10 o'clock at night. Usually then you go try to find something to eat, a late dinner, have some drinks, and you go on to the next town. Yeah. Camden was one of like three places where it was like, we were like, we're just going to stay in the hotel tonight. Like, it was, like, really fucking scary. Team staff was like, do not go out. Just go back to your hotel. Do not go out tonight. Because really? we're like, hey, where are you guys going? You guys want to go hang out? And they're like, no, no, we go home. Like, you do not hang out here. Wow. And, like, we walked out. Like, the stadium was underneath a bridge. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah, scarier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you go out to your car, and it's like, it was fucking, like, abandoned buildings. It yeah. was like, this is fucking scary. So Camden, I can, especially, this was only a couple years earlier I was there. Right. I don't know what it's like now. Back then, Camden was fucking terrifying. A shithole, yeah. Really shitty. So I completely agree with that. Well, I mean, it's the facts, whether you agree or not. It's the facts. Okay. Um, the third thing is uh, Angela Merkel was uh, sworn in as Germany's first woman chancellor. She's been wow. the chancellor uh, ever there. since. Yep. Yes. Oh, wow. 15 years of chancel. Chancels, I guess. Okay. I don't know how good she is or not, but I don't give a shit about the fuck. I have no idea. She's, yeah. yeah, I have no she idea. She was like Christian not. moderate. So a little bit to the right was her shtick, okay. but uh, you know, German. All right. Um, ah, this is a tough one. Noriyuki Pat Morita died, age 73. Oh, no. Yep. Um, Pat Morita, of course. Happy Days, Karate Kid. Yeah, I, I was trying to think of him, and I couldn't recall what he looked like in 
in Happy Days. Like I can't picture well, who, him there. the same, just younger. Well, it must have been a, considerably younger uh, at that time. Happy years, Days was ten years younger. Was that what it is? I thought yeah, the Happy Days well, was in the sixties. No, no, Happy Days was in the seventies. Was it really? You really Happy Days in the sixties? I never really like watched uh, that. I'm not really. I don't so, like the fifties no, time period. You don't period. remember like so? I remember when Happy Days was like on, like new, because Happy Days ran from no. seventy. And look this up. How about this? Ready for these motherfuckers? Oh, well, you know we got fast fact checkers. That's fine. Bring on, bring on that shit. Happy Days was on from seventy four to eighty four. Was it that late? Yes, because no. I remember when Happy Days was was. If I'm off by a year, that's still really fucking incredible. If I'm even off by a year, that's yeah. fuck, that's really fucking good. Uh, <laughs> Happy Days. I remember Happy Days being on. So I remember like being a little boy and yeah, watching and Happy watching Days, it. and because um, I was born in '79. And uh, Fonzie was like, I remember thinking this guy is so cool. I was like four. And he, meanwhile, Henry you was like- You were thinking this guy's so old? No, I'm four. But like <laughs> he was, he was like 35, 36 <laughs> years old. It was pathetic. Yeah. But in the moment you're like, oh wow. Cause, cause they keep telling you he's cool. I didn't think he was cool. Well, when you were, when you were four? I, for some reason you that know, time like, period always pissed me off. Like I never liked the- When you were four. I was five probably at that or time. Or whatever. When you were five years old, you remember being angry at Happy Days? Yeah, I hated it. I didn't really, I've never liked, never really liked it. I just felt like I never, I've never been drawn to that time period, even as a child, I the think. The 50s. Yeah, that's what, uh, right. It was the 50s, right? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 They kind of, they kept, they never really allowed the 60s to creep in. They kept like pushing it. Taking ba- you back Even though it was on for 10 seasons. Oh, right. So it They were been. like, fuck. So it was like 1958 for like three seasons. Like it never <laughs> yeah. quite... They realized they kind of boxed themselves in. It felt so fake and and veneer. And well, it I was. Just never, it was a shitty show. I'm not defending. Happy I don't mean Days. that. I mean that time period oh. too, and, and just in life, like I never was inspired by, by that time 50s. period. Yeah, I've never liked it. Just like I don't, I don't like. Um, I'm not a big 50s like, guy either. Like uh, 1800s fucking um, British uh, like monarchy. You know, like that okay. sort of shit. It's the same. It's time periods like that for it's some quite, reason. It's, quite a time, it's 100 years. It's quite <laughs> I, a, I mean, like pockets of that. Like, I, right. I much prefer other. It's like Jane Austen pockets. type stuff. So you're trying Hate to say. it. All right. Yeah, you too. I mean, I don't mind her. Like, her writing's fine. Emma's fine. Whatever. But uh, I, I'm not a big fan of that stuff. Yeah. The petticoats. But, stuff, I, I, but yeah. the whole, like, I don't, I don't, like, the prissy and who's doing it. No, I don't, know like it. But it's I don't think. But I, I, anyway. I, I guess 50s stuff, uh, yeah, it doesn't really appeal to me. The music was, you know, was changing. It was changing. And some of that was in Walk the Line. It was 50s stuff. True. Uh, but the TV and movies were so uh, uh, homogenized. Sterile it was very odd. It was uh, yeah. It was people not- sleeping in different beds. Yeah, and- it was very so, odd. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it, but I don't remember Pat in that. But I'll, I'd like to go. But, yeah, yeah, I guess ten minutes. I guess he 10 ran. Years he early, ran the uh, like the cafeteria or the the, just, the yeah. deli right? or not deli the fucking the restaurant wherever they go to that. What do they call those places? But. Uh, it was like cafe, a cafe restaurant. But it was like a burger know. place with the roller skating girls oh, right. and stuff. Okay. Yeah. He ran Diner. that. It was him and I think once the other guy was like Sal. And they what happened was the the Sal guy ended up taking over. No, the Sal guy was first and Big Pat Morita was second. Okay. Could be wrong about that. Yeah. But um and then he got the job he then he got the karate kid. Yeah. Which he was so good in. Yeah. And, uh, I miss him already. Oh, okay. Uh wife swap. So okay, so this this Oklahoma husband okay. sues the show. Why you're familiar with wife swap. No. I I mean I never watched this shit. I'm surprised that it was it's been I mean, I think it's still kinda on. I've heard. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch, know. I don't watch these kind of things. But you understand what it is. Yeah, it's like yeah, you yeah. swap yeah, out a wife, yeah, yeah. you know, from well, goes one's from one like family to another. Yeah, one's like, yeah, 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 casual. Oh, yeah. oh boy. And no, cat, but this yeah. time they swapped this guy's wife out uh, with a man. It was a gay couple. Okay. So a man came in and he sued the show because of this. Fucking oh. idiot. All right. Sued the show. Can we talk about a wife swap anecdote I have? It's not personal though. Um, so, uh, I didn't say yes or no yet. You're just going to go fine. Yes. This is a good story. I agree. I was, it was, I consent. Oh, good. Okay. So I think it was 1974. There were two Yankee pitchers. Um, okay. Right. Uh, Fritz, I thought this was a your story, no, but it's not, not okay. Two Yankees. It's Fritz Peterson and mm-hmm. Mike Kikik. 
Uh, don't know either. And uh, yeah, they were both. They were, you would have known them maybe if you were alive. Then they were like marginal starting pitchers. They were okay. Uh, they they swapped. They end up um, swapping wives. Literally, like what happened was they married each other's wives. They, yes. Did they cheat on each other with each other? Or I something? think some of that was going on. And they ended up, yeah. and they ended up doing that. Um, but it was like a, it was a huge story. I think seventy three or seventy four. Uh, and what happened was, yeah, and I want to say one of the marriages ended in divorce. The other one might have lasted, but uh, but yeah, it was a huge. It was a Ryan Spring training of that year, I guess. And yeah, these two pitchers literally like swapped Sw- fam- <laughs> and they swapped like families. Yeah, but, yeah, like, that's what happens. It was just like that's crazy, dude. I had a, I have a buddy who lived in this um, this development, and that happened there where you had two couples. Oh my god, they lived in different houses, yeah. and they met each other, liked each other, and they swapped fucking wives. They swapped wives and husbands. They ended up like cheating on each other and then swapping yeah. and they just like moved into each other's houses. Really? It's crazy. So how did that, do you know how that was resolved with them? Did they resolved that they lived happily ever Are after. They still with married? Yes. Well, as far as I know, I haven't talked to this buddy in a while, but yeah. That's crazy. Up till that time, they were still married. That's so bizarre. It is bizarre. I mean, I, I think I want that one over there. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of oh, want really? that one over there. there. It's perfect. Like, what are the chances that works Yay! out? Like, <laughs> like what friends. are the odds of that? It's crazy. Huh, all right. Okay, the first partial human face transplant <laughs> happened in France this week in 20, 2005. Sacre bleu! <laughs> I think that's exactly what they said. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Escargot. Um, I, those are, that's headlines. That's pretty good. Those are, yeah, those yeah. are the best headlines yet. We got oh, monkey, Jesus, monkey. I thought you were going to fucking destroy me on this headlines as well. We got a monkey well. boy story out of it. We did get one. The, the, the tip of the iceberg with monkey boy. We'll yeah. hear I like more. just the tip of uh, monkey boy. Okay. The rest you can oh, keep. Oh boy. Oh, Matt's coming in strong. Make fun of my voices and you're coming with a uh, humor like that. <laughs> I'm not, I don't make fun of your voice too. You did you make fun of, not my voice. Oh, your voice Everyone is. Everyone else is yeah. fun of my yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, no, I defend you, your. Yeah, you defend my voice. You make fun of my voice. Yes, yes. All right. So then do we need to announce, oh yeah, so Monday. Uh, we're going to do a live show. So this is going to release on Saturday morning. You'll get this. And Monday, we're doing a live show, 8.30 p.m. on the Kirk Minahan Show YouTube um, channel. Channel, Yeah, right. and we're going to talk more about this year. We're going to uh, talk about more this year. Right, we're so going to talk movie. about the movie Yours, Mine, and Ours. It's an amazing film. <laughs> I think it's some sarcasm there. Yep. And uh, the TV show Lost, which is legitimately amazing. It's an amazing TV show. Um, <laughs> And so we're going to talk about those things. We're going to take, hopefully try to take some like questions because it's going to be live. Yeah. We'll announce it on Twitter, but we will take questions uh, directed at our, um, at our, our Twitter handle, uh, quantum underscore. So obviously you can watch it whenever. Cause it's like YouTube. It's there forever. Yeah, but, but if you want to watch live, it live yeah. with yeah. us, it starts at eight 30. So watch it live. You can ask, we'll hopefully do some, like I'd love to do some give and take with the audience. You can say stupid shit or whatever. Yep. And, we'll and on that show, we'll announce the, the year, the date, the, no, we're going to announce that now. Oh, do we have that already? We, we do, do have that already. I'm we sorry. I, like, seriously, there's been so many of these. I fucking forget. Matt, Matt gets confused. It's okay. Yep. So the next episode we have of quantum week will come out on Wednesday, right? Wednesday morning. And that is going to be May 29th through June 4th, 1983, which means our movie is tell me return of the Jedi. Oh yeah. I'm good with that. I'm so, good with that. Uh, oh, wait, and we have a mute. We have the song, too. Should we announce it? No, we'll wait on that. Okay, cool. Uh, you like how we've been doing that? We've been sort of waiting. Well, because you know, like, people take three minutes to hear a song. It, if someone wants to watch yeah, it, you're right, you're right, to, Although you're I right. imagine most of our audience has seen Return of the Jedi, but yeah. watch it again yeah, watch uh, it. if you want to. But So uh, the next episode, Return of the Jedi, and we're talking 1983, but come to the YouTube channel on Monday uh, and check that out. Cool. Anything and, else? Oh, yeah. We're oh, on Instagram and we're on Twitter. Instagram. Yeah. And what are the handles for both? Same handle for both. It's quantum underscore week. Cool. Yeah. You know, follow us. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Write reviews. Yes. Anything else? That's all I get. Okay. Thanks, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. See Bye-bye. you next time. <laughs>